Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We're going to read now from Genesis chapter 3, and this is a very important chapter about the fall of mankind into sin. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the other wild animals that the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some of it and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some of the fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you've done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. Afterward, he drove the man out, and he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way of the tree of life. 
Once again, in this chapter, we have quite a few firsts, first mentions. In verse 4, we have the first lie. It was not told by a human being. It was told by the serpent. The serpent said to Eve, you will not certainly die. And of course, the Lord had said, if you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will die. And so the first lie was, you shall not die. The addition of the word not was the first lie. And the first sin by mankind took place in verse 6. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and she ate it, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. And so both of them in verse uh, 6, they both sinned against God. The first sin by mankind in the Garden of Eden was in chapter 3, verse 6. And the sin, of course, was taking the forbidden fruit and eating it. And then we have the first curse. In verse 14, the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, deceiving the man and the woman, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And so the first curse was not on mankind. It wasn't on um, the ground. It was on the serpent. And it was because the serpent had deceived mankind that the serpent was cursed. Ultimately, of course, the Lord um, cursed the ground as well in this chapter, saying that it would be uh, very difficult for Adam from this point forward to produce fruit, that the ground would be cursed because of the sin. But Adam was never cursed. There was no um, cursed placed by the Almighty on Adam or on Eve. The curse was on the serpent and the curse was on the ground. The first prophecy takes place in verse 15, and it is a a little bit obscure, but I want to read it, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Verse 15, the Lord says, I will put enmity between you, serpent, and the woman, and between her offspring and yours. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Now, scholars have long pointed to this verse 15 as the first reference in the scriptures about Jesus. The offspring of the woman, the seed of the woman, is, is Jesus, of course. A woman doesn't have an offspring per se. It's the offspring of a man and a woman. But in this case, mention is made of the offspring of a woman, saying that this offspring would crush the head of the serpent. And, of course, this references, from our understanding, the cross, that Jesus, the offspring of Mary, with the Father being God in heaven, The offspring was holy, and it was able to crush the head of the serpent, Satan, once and for all, with the cross. And yet he struck the heel of the Messiah, Jesus, according to this verse 15. The serpent would strike his heel and caused his very painful, shameful death on the cross. And so this interaction between Mary and Jesus and the serpent and the cross is all contained in miniature in verse 15. It's a fascinating verse. And it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. And so the devil has offspring and the woman has offspring. Uh, The offspring of mankind are at enmity with the demons and with the fallen angels and those that, that follow the serpent, that follow Lucifer. And so we are at war with them all the days of our life. In verse 16, the Lord says to the woman, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children, and your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Now, some have uh, mentioned that there may have been childbirth before verse 16. In other words, Adam and Eve's first children may have been born before 
pain instituted in women having children. Because it says, from this point, I will make your pain and childbearing very severe. The inference being, or the possibility being there, that there may have been children born without pain prior to uh, the fall of mankind. And the Lord then covered Adam and Eve very graciously in verse 21. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And it's been observed by others that to make skins from animals that the Lord had to kill these animals to take their skins for Adam and Eve. And so this was the first shedding of blood, prophetically speaking of the blood that had to be shed for the remission of Adam and Eve's sins, ultimately that would initially be put forward in the sacrificial system and then later by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And so the Lord clothed them with garments made from skins. And to do that, he had to shed the blood of the animals to provide covering if you will, for Adam and Eve. And so this covering took place. The knowledge of good and evil set forward in verse 22 um, took place. Mankind um, became like God, knowing good and evil. That part of the devil's temptation was true. To take of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil gave mankind the knowledge of good and evil. And so prior to that, apparently, we were like the animal kingdom. We were um, not capable of the knowledge of good and evil. But from the consummation of the the first sin and taking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, uh, we were indeed able to recognize the difference between the two. And so the Lord banished Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden to work the ground, and uh, he placed at the entrance to the garden a cherubim. This is the first mention of an angel. Genesis 3.24 mentions a cherubim, and they are mentioned in various places uh, in the Bible, and of course in um, Uh, Ezekiel, there are many mentions of cherubim, and the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 4, mentions cherubim again. And so the first angelic mention in Genesis 3.24 sets the precedence for what's to come next. Now, Adam sinned and passed on sin to each of us. In the New Testament, we read in the book of Romans in chapter 5, verse 12, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, and death through sin, And in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. And so the Bible teaches that through Adam, all mankind sinned. This original sin um, took place in in the lives of Adam and Eve as real people, but they passed on that sin nature. And so all of us have sinned. Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So the problem with sin through Adam, the solution is the redemption from sin by Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his love for you in this way. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so the gift of eternal life is Jesus. God's gift to you and God's gift to me is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. If you believe on Jesus Christ and receive the free gift of salvation, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart you believe and you're justified, and with your mouth you profess your faith in Jesus and you're saved. And so, friends, I want you to profess with me the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. First, Lord, I know that I've sinned and I stand separated from you. I need forgiveness and I ask you to forgive me. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God I accept salvation in him, and in the name of Jesus, I receive my salvation and forgiveness from sins now. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.